0: Well, businessman Dennis O'Brien looks set to lose control of his Caribbean-based mobile phone business Digicel, following a debt deal with bondholders. DigiCell has been one of O'Brien's most important businesses for more than two decades, but in recent years it's faced the challenge of a substantial debt burden. This week it agreed a deal that would reduce that burden by $1.8 billion in return for a significant percentage of the company's shares. Earlier I spoke to Ortiz business editor Will Goodbody and I started by asking to remind us of what DigiCell is. Yeah, well, I
1: suppose Dennis O'Brien is known for his involvement in all sorts of businesses here in Ireland down through the years, but the start of his major business success can really be traced back to ESAT, the telecoms company he founded here in 1995 and then sold five years later, netting him hundreds of millions of euro. Because a year later, he took the proceeds of that sale and began investing it in a new telecoms venture in Jamaica, uh, where he had won a a mobile phone network license. And that, I suppose, was the, the birth of Digicel, which over the subsequent years, steadily grew its presence right across the Caribbean, South Pacific and and into South America as well. Uh, At the time, these parts of the world uh, were where mobile phone penetration was still in its infancy and where competition was limited. So Digicel came in territory by territory, it won licences and effectively did what ESAT had done here in Ireland before it, uh, offering competition and in the process picking up millions of subscribers. At its height, it had a presence in over 30 countries and along the way it invested $5 billion as it grew. And of course, it has all proven very lucrative then for Mr. O'Brien, who has been paid at least $1.9 billion in dividends from the company over the years. So it became very much the the jewel in the crown and the engine of Mr. O'Brien's growing business empire because, of course, much of what he was making from Digicel, he then went on to reinvest in other business ventures here in Ireland and around the world. He also reportedly developed strong personal and philanthropic ties with some of the markets in which Digicel operated, like Haiti, for example, where he and the Digicel Foundation has been active in in projects including the construction of new schools. But all the time the company was building up debt? Yes, I mean investment of course comes at a cost and in Digicel's case uh, that resulted in a a growing debt pile which by 2015 had reached 6.5 billion dollars and that was the year that the company planned an initial public offering a a sale of a chunk of the company on the stock market and the plan was that most of the 2 billion dollars it hoped to raise would be used to pay down some of the debt with the rest to be used to invest in, in future-proofing the group for developments in technology in order to boost its flagging revenues at that time. But less than 48 hours before the shares were due to list in New York, Digicel pulled the IPO, citing poor market conditions, particularly in emerging markets. And looking back with the benefit of hindsight at what has happened since then, that would seem to have been a pivotal decision, which arguably the company has perhaps lived to regret because, in the interim, Digicel's debts have re- remained high and have acted as something of a, a noose around the neck of the business. So, did the company try to deal with that debt since then, and what did it do? Yes, it did. I mean, by 2019, the debt was around $7 billion. And that was the year the company convinced a group of bondholders to postpone the repayment date for their bonds by a couple of years. Then the following year, it brokered another deal with bondholders, this time resulting in $1.7 billion in debt being written down. While last year, then, it completed the sale of its Pacific unit uh, for $1.6 billion, using some of the proceeds of that to pay down debt. The debt continued, though, to be a drag on the company. And bond markets in general became more conservative over the past year due to the effects of the Ukraine war and inflation and and the other travails that we've heard a lot about in the last 12 months, making refinancing of the the debt more of a challenge for Digicel. And that meant that with another $925 million falling due for repayment just last week, uh, the company was forced to look at the possibility of postponing repayments. But in the meantime, in one of its key markets, Haiti, there's also been growing civil and political unrest over cost of living related Issues in months uh, in recent months, and this has impacted Digicel's uh, expected earnings there quite considerably. So that forced the company to shift the focus of its discussions with the bondholders to what it called a more holistic solution uh, for its capital structure.
0: And so that has meant a reduction in debt, but but also in Mr O'Brien's stake in the business.
1: Yes, that's right. I mean, the agreement in principle that was reached last week with bondholders who hold around half of the entire capital of the business is that they'll swap $1.8 billion of Digicel's current remaining debt of $4.4 billion for shares or or equity in the firm. And that has the practical effect of reducing Mr. O'Brien's 99% stake in the business by as much as 90% according to some reports, although neither the company nor Mr. O'Brien has confirmed that or would comment on that. Now, we're told Mr. O'Brien has endorsed the plan which still has to be formalised and he will remain as an active director of Digicel and will be one of its largest shareholders. But in general terms, the development is being seen as a a bitter blow to Mr O'Brien that he's effectively losing control of a company that he spent so much time and effort building up. And it comes, of of course, we shouldn't forget just four years after he sold his stake in independent news and media, crystallising substantial losses on that investment. Uh, now it should be said that there may be opportunities for him to increase his stake in Digicel again in the future and, and ultimately if this deal works and the situation in, ha- in Haiti settles down it should put the company on a more sustainable path uh, giving it value again and of course Mr O'Brien continues to own many other successful businesses here in Ireland and abroad in, in areas like healthcare and hospitality services and more uh, Nonetheless I, g- I guess it does serve as a reminder of the, the fickle and ever-changing nature of business uh, even for those at the at the very top of it
0: Or to Business editor Will Goodbody there.